We're back on Show Me Today. Anthony Morbeth is with us, and he's got Colin DeGraff at Truman State University who has plans to build a supercomputer to simulate how galaxies collide. The goal of this project is to bring more access to high-performance computing resources to undergraduate institutions across Missouri. So especially in, ver- in scientific fields, computational power is crucial for doing any sort of research, well, for doing many sorts of research, I should say. But it's often limited to national facilities and high-profile research universities. So several of us at primarily undergraduate institutions across Missouri were interested in putting together a high-performance computer which could be used at undergraduate institutions that would be both for doing research, with professors doing research, working with undergraduates for research, and also managing to get high-performance computing into classroom settings, so part of the undergraduate curriculum where you can actually incorporate it into classes as well. I think this is really fascinating, and I read that you were one of the people behind this project and helped initiate it. I'm curious as to why. On a very personal level, my research is computational. So all of the research that I work on is using what are called cosmological simulations. So it's a simulation which attempts to model as much of the universe as possible. And running those really requires a national or international level supercomputer. Uh, like the, the simulation I've been working with recently has between 15 and 20 million galaxies in it. And then there's lots of information within that. So you really can't run them without a lot of resources. And even smaller simulations still take a lot more than can usually be provided by anything except a research university. And even analyzing results from these can often be problematic if you don't have sufficient computation power. So in the sense of what I would like to work with, that would be it's helpful to have a new high-performance computer. But even more importantly is looking at it as when I was starting to get into the field, especially in graduate school and beyond, I was at research universities which had access to high-performance computers, so I could get experience using them, which then helped me do my own research and advance my career. But a lot of places don't have that. And so those of us who were involved in this grant really wanted to see what we could get that we could use so that undergrads could have more experience with it. So it'll be used for our research, but also we want the best for all of our students. And the more experience we can give them, the better suited they will be, whether it's going to graduate school or going into industry and just jumping straight into a career. It'll improve their ability to get those positions just by having more experience when they apply, but also they can sort of hit the ground running and not have to first start to learn what HPCs are, that's high-performance computers, and how to use them. They can just jump straight into whatever their new responsibilities are. And so we really wanted something that is easily accessible for researchers or uh, education situations for students that isn't a large, long process. There are national HPC centers, high-performance computing centers, which you can apply for time on, but usually you have to actually write up a long proposal saying exactly what you're going to do, what you need for it, and quite a while later you might get approval. 
what our cluster is going to, our computer cluster is going to do, is anyone who's a member of the consortium, which for the moment are the four universities that were involved in the grant, but the plan is to expand it to be, uh, allow any primarily undergraduate institution across Missouri to join. Any member institution, any professors who are there can use it for their research or teaching. And they don't have to apply, like write up a grant proposal to do it. They can simply request an account and get access. And if they have undergraduate students they would like to use it as well, they can, again, simply say, I would like these students to get access. And so if there is a professor working with some students on a project and they're not really sure what exactly they can get out of it, but they want to start using computing resources to see, then this resource will work. If it's someone who has a very specific project they want, they know exactly what they're looking for, this will also work. And one of the things that is very rare, I'm not aware of it, it's never been the case any, at any of the other clusters I've used, we actually are going to have nodes, which are sort of parts of the computer cluster, which are reserved for education purposes. So a professor could actually sign up at the beginning of a semester and say, I want access to this node, or these two nodes, we'll discuss how much they need at this time every week for the rest of the semester. So they can actually run a computer lab where they have a course. For instance, I've thought of doing this for some of the astronomy courses we teach at Truman, where we can have a lab period where all the students are able to log into this computer cluster from campus, but have access to high-performance computing ability so we can analyze astronomy data or run astronomy simulations and test things out. Um, I am an astronomy and astrophysics person, so that's my main interest. But others involved in the grant were looking at chemistry projects and computer science projects, data science projects, biology projects. So there's lots of different ideas. And we want to make it as easy to get access to and minimize any hurdles involved so we can just maximize how many students and professors can take advantage of it. Be sure to listen to entire episodes of Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri, wherever it is you get your podcasts, or this specific discussion I'm having with Colin DeGraff at Truman State University, wherever it is you get your podcasts, or you can also listen to us on our website at MissouriNet.com. So uh, we're talking with Colin DeGraff. He is an assistant professor of physics at Truman State, and a grant will give students at several higher education institutions the option and the opportunity to build a new high-performance computer, or I guess to put it one way, a supercomputer for short. Now, Colin, I was reading that the details are going to be worked out as we speak, but how exactly can you communicate with this type of computer? So one of the things that kind of makes a high-performance computer different from just a computer sitting on your desk is a high-performance computer is actually a cluster. So we refer to having... In our case, it will be 20 nodes, each of which will have 128 processing cores. <laughs> but it's all linked together, and so there will be a login node. So you can log into the computer from a, another computer that has Internet access. And once you have done that, you're now on that computer, and you can run jobs from there. So there will be some security levels just to make sure the people logging in are the people who are supposed to. But other than that, you can literally access it from anywhere. And so it will be the, this cluster is going to be located at the University of Missouri's High Performance Computing Center. 
but we can access it from anywhere. So even if you're traveling, so, you know, if there's a professor in Missouri, but then they travel to another part of the world, there are still ways you can log in and access it. So we can have students in a computer lab on their own laptops or on university computers, but then what they do is they log into it, sort of like you just log into your email, except then you have access to actually run whatever computer jobs you need to do on that location, on those resources. Final question I want to ask as we bring this discussion to a close, what sort of jobs could stem from the building of this new high-performance computer? Well, there's the jobs involved in running it, which is part of the University of Missouri High Performance Computing Center. But a lot of what we're looking at is how students can leverage this as they graduate and move on. So I think pretty much every area of science involves computing at this point. Not that every scientist has to, but no matter what your scientific interests are, having computing experience will be a big leg up when you go to apply. And if you're going straight to jobs and you don't want to go to graduate school or become a researcher, as you know, computers play an important role in pretty much all areas of life these days. So getting experience using high-performance computing that lets you scale up to amounts of data that you normally can't deal with on a desktop or laptop computer is really helpful. Data science is one of the biggest sort of job areas out there. And like I said, my area is astronomy, but I've talked with people who do things in other general sciences, chemistry, biology, but I've also had conversations with data scientists, for instance, who look at sales data from supermarkets to try and help correlate with what supermarkets need to order based on what the weather is like outside to minimize wastage, or cars and figure out how to make them as streamlined as possible. And so all of this involves lots of computing and letting, so anything that students get access to now can really be applied to very different areas not just what the specific details of what they learned as part of this project. So really, the sky's the limit out there for what students can make use of. And if you're just tuning in late, or if you want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Colin DeGraff at Truman State University. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.